Okay, I'm eating uh, <laughs> Adam's mouth is strawberry shortcake full of strawberry shortcake ice cream. Blue bunny short strawberry shortcake ice cream bar. It was delicious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I brought fun. cupcakes yesterday. He did because we were going to celebrate for our podcast. But since we didn't record yesterday, yeah. I ate we them. just ate them. Sorry, man, you missed it. Oh, now see, I would have rallied. Adam went home I sick. <clears throat> I would have rallied and come in if I didn't know there was a cupcake. They were pretty but good too. This is episode twenty-six, our half year anniversary. Isn't that crazy? That's yeah. Right. He told me that today. I'm like, oh my oh, god, crap. really? We've yeah. been doing this for twenty-six weeks. Yeah, yeah. Twenty-six funny, more weeks, and we've done it for a year. The funny thing is, is our our one year anniversary is. Almost exactly on my birthday. It's within like a day. I think we the first one was November seventeenth, and my oh, birthday's on the sixteenth. Yeah. What are you doing? I, it doesn't matter. I'm fixing my sock, Adam. Anyway, tell us what we're going to talk about this week. Adam. We are going to talk about video game. Is, um, is that what we talk about on this podcast? Yes. Uh, we be talking about any specific ones? Yes, we are going to speak about the uh, new Minecraft game. You know, everybody's been waiting for a brand new Minecraft game. It's not because really nobody's ever played it before. No. Um, Minecraft Switch Edition. It's coming out, and we're going to talk a little bit about the price because it's kind of a, it's kind of expensive. <laughs> yeah, wasn't expecting that. Um, the The reviews are in for Prey, P R E Y, and IGN gave it a four. Yeah, it's rough. So that w- that didn't. Go but there's well. more to it. Yeah, yeah. there's there's, there's more, more to it. it. Yep. But still, um, another Zelda game possibly this year. How exciting for mobile. On the mobiles. Yes, yes. Hopefully they don't F it up like they did. <laughs> right. <laughs> All the other crap. Even though I, I liked Mario Run. Yeah, you're right. It's whatever. It's me and two other people. Uh, Rhyme, which I'm super, super excited about. You and me both. Yes, the digital version will be in line with all the other pricing, but if you buy the physical copy on the Switch, it will be more expensive. He just gave that entire segment away. Yep. We don't even have to talk about that now. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. I think it's strange that with Rhyme, like, literally, apparently, all it takes for me to, like, oh, that game looks good, is have kind of fun, like, kind of cel-shaded art with a fox. Like, (laughs) I don't don't know anything. They're like, it's kind of like Zelda. I'm like, wait, there's a fox? That's that's all I care about. Oh, and uh, did, did you ever play seasons after fall no i need to it looks so fun because it's it cute. also features a fox it's a fox yeah it doesn't take much <laughs> yeah and that game it was interesting once you get to like the turning point in the game where kind of stuff is revealed you're all well that's just mean is there still a fox oh yeah okay yeah it's just but yeah it's anyway um and of course listener questions we've got some of that and uh Vinny. We'll do that. A lot of actually cheap free games this week, too. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I see in weeks like this, I look at this and I'm like, God, I wish I had an Xbox. Yes, you do. I do. Maybe you should buy one. Yeah, yeah. Then I could buy well, Then I could buy Destiny on we'll the, see. the Xbox instead of on the PlayStation. <laughs> no. Uh, and Troll Corner, of course. Yes. Perfect. Yes. All the stuff on the Bite Me yeah. podcast. We got a lot. It does. The funny thing is, is Dylan and I were talking on Monday. We're like, I don't know if we have anything for this episode. And then we delayed <laughs> by two days. I'm like, we got a lot of stuff we to talk about. Lot. We're going to have to talk fast. Okay. Yeah. I'm good with it. So what have we, we been playing? We always go long because it's our half year anniversary. Ooh. I mean, I do have a job. half year anniversary <laughs> yeah, episode. Yeah, this is it, Adam. No. <laughs> it's not. I wish it it's was. It's not. Adam would just speed everything up by 10%. I can do that. Yeah. I accidentally did that on my podcast this morning. I was on the way to work and I accidentally hit the, the speed up. I'm like, hey, why is he talking so fast today? <laughs> <laughs> like, is he really that grumpy about this topic that he has to talk faster about it? <laughs> is I that do what it. happens when you get mad is you talk faster, faster. when you're mad? Yeah, because it, like, it made him sound like... 
Kind of uh, angry. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah oh, 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 like gotcha. it, oh, He was yeah. just like, talking like he wanted to get through it. Like, I'm frustrated talking about this. I don't want to even talk about it anymore, so I'm going to keep talking about it, but I'm going to talk really fast. And then I was like, oh, I'm just like 1.5 speed. And, I was like, slow down. and he's like, oh, I'm talking normal now. I do that for all of my college videos, so I don't have to take as long to watch them. Nice. I have a limited amount of time. You'd be shocked to find out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Adam, what did you talk about? What did you play? Because I love oh. some of the games you've played this week. So this week, some new games that came out. I don't think anybody's ever heard of them, <laughs> um, but you've probably played them before, oddly enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, So I played Bumper Cars and Dodge the Question Auto Insurance Edition. <laughs> uh, I was in an accident, a car wreck on Monday. Yeah, so. this car looks broken now. Oh, it does. I thought you were referring to Big Bumpin'. If you remember when Burger King released Xbox games. Oh, I forgot oh about God. that. I don't. Even, I don't. They, they were free. Three you games. Yeah. yeah. I think it was like, yeah, it was awesome. They were great. <laughs> one was this creepy <laughs> one with that king guy. Yeah, Sneak King. Yeah. So you would actually, oh, it was like I a stealth game that. and you played yeah. as the king. Yeah. Wasn't awesome. he like sneaking into rooms and waking people up or scaring people? Yeah, something it was like super weird. Marginally yeah, creepy, illegal. But he was... King was kind of creepy. We should uh, like I would. We should totally do an awesome like video series where we play games sponsored by corporations because yeah. there's a handful. There's those ones and Doritos had one like this weird platformer Dorito game on the 360 what? and Skittles had a game like, and like Chex Quest of course. Chex Quest. Yeah. <laughs> well, didn't also didn't Domino's have the Noid game? Yes, I, that was actually on. They had like a legit. Yeah. Like the funny thing. So I um I was listening to another podcast the other day and uh. uh Podcast Beyond, I think, well, and they, yeah, yeah uh, like we'll shout out to them, like they need it. Um, <laughs> but uh, they do twenty questions at the end, and it's always just a fascinating oh, segment to me. Where yeah, they, like, I love that segment. I like, I know a lot about video games, and there is no way I could ever guess any of those games. But the game was actually the, I think it was called. Was it Avoid the Noid? Something like something that. like that, or <laughs> something. You don't know what a Noid is, do you? Better. <laughs> Whose grandma has a giant Noid statue at her house? Are you serious? Yeah, because my my uncle used to manage. We need a picture of that. That's amazing. He owned, uh, I think he had like three. That's amazing. Can we get one to put in my studio window here? I don't know. eBay is a It's real big. It's like as big as you. That's incredible. But anyway, (laughs) that game apparently in Japan was actually like a legit like ninja game no, and then they brought they it over to the United States and just like switched out all of the ninja graphics with Noid graphics that's and ridiculous. that's how that game was made. It's amazing. Yeah, wow. I love that. So, yeah, aside from bumper cars and that insurance game that I played that's not fun for anybody to I'm ever still play. still working on one of those. You're Ugh. still working on the insurance game? Yeah, because no. someone hit me and they yeah. didn't have the insurance oh. and I was in a rental car. Oh. oh. Did you pay for the extra insurance when you had the rental car? Yeah, that's not the problem. Like uh, everything, because I wasn't at fault, right? Yeah. right. So, but my insurance has to deal with the oh, whole situation. Yeah, that's... but she won't answer the calls from. She's just ignoring them when they call oh, to reclaim wow. my money. Because like, awesome. I just have to give my deductible back. Is yeah. basically right. Well, all the pain. money I'm out, but still, Ugh. that's a pain. They just won't answer the call, the phone, which I think is just silly. Like, yeah. In the video game world, though, the actual games that I played... This game's actually very similar to the game you played. Yeah, the, the so I played Rainbow. Mario Kart 8. How did, you, did you buy it? <laughs> yeah, I bought it. Oh, nice. I bought it when we were recording oh, last week's show. Were... <laughs> like, right in the middle of it. Now, did you bump anybody when you were playing Mario Kart? A little did bit. Did you collide with anyone? I did. Hypocrite. 
That's fine. Do you wish that your in real life car had blue shells? <laughs> oh yes, yeah, yeah. dear God. <laughs> Which power up and would you have used on them? On that guy, yeah. I would have used the lightning bolt. <laughs> down the yeah, because evidently somebody had already hit him with the little ink thing, and he ran into a banana. <laughs> so those two, we see what happens when other people hit those; they run into That's me. Such a good visual. Oh, <laughs> I love. I would have bullet billed him. To- <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, uh, but so yeah, so I'm playing Mario Kart Eight, which is fun because I only played it a little bit on the Wii U when it came out um and it was it was so much fun it's just fun uh, we really need to hook that up to one of the tvs here and have a, a little lunch time uh-huh. oh yeah Fun-time. and i feel kind of bad so we came home from dinner or something last week and uh the game had showed up and it was sitting downstairs with with all my gaming stuff and i was really full from dinner and i was like i'm just gonna go lay down and it was like 9 30 it wasn't very late i lay down upstairs and kevin's downstairs waiting for me to come downstairs so we could play Mario Kart together. I had no idea, and I just passed out for the night. And the next morning, he was like, so uh, you went to bed early. I'm like, yeah, what were you doing? Waiting for you to play come Mario Kart? Come play Mario Kart? Oh. Sorry. We still haven't played it together either. (laughs) So, but anyway, it's a lot of fun. If you've got a Switch, uh, you should pick it up. And even if you don't have a Switch, if you're one of the people who has a Wii U and you play it and you don't have that game... Even the game, the version that came out for the Wii U is fantastic. Yeah, I love it it on my Wii U. Um, And I know we've talked about this other game before in the past, and it was my guilty (laughs) pleasure game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Hot Shots Golf Series, the one that, like, I lost dates over the fact (laughs) that I was playing a golf game. So you booted up your, what, PS... My PS Two? Vita. PS Vita. So I was flipping oh. through the store, and I'm like, I wonder what Hot Shots Golf games are around. So I go, oh, yeah, Hot Shots Golf 2 Open T, nice. which is the one which is my video game crack. I can sit there, and I can play it for hours. I played it to the point I needed to recharge my Vita. <laughs> wow. Consequently, yeah. it's midway through the day on Wednesday as we're talking right now, and Adam has not worked since Monday. It's uh, hmm. suspicious. Did you have worked? to put on your special Yeah, he's underwear? been sick almost every day. I mean, I was here on Monday. Yeah, he went home early on Tuesday and went home yeah. early on Wednesday. And? He said he was uh, sick. Yeah, or what no. do you do when you're sick? You play video games. Because <laughs> I guess yes. He said he yeah. was sick. I was sick. Sure you were. I mean, it's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's so, awesome, yeah. though. That's super fun. And they've got, so there's another, they've got the first Hot Shots Golf game is available for the Vita, and it's the old uh, UMD yeah, 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 version yeah. of the game. So when the loading screens pop up, like on the PSP, you get the little graphic that says it's reading the UMD. Oh, that's awesome. Which is so cool, because I'm all, there's no you. No, no it's not. <laughs> it's, it is not. But the the controls are so archaic, because they came out... Before Long uh, the the Dual Shock kind of things were oh geez well I mean they Is were that a there PS one game it's a PS two game PS2. so I mean so you had Dual Shock but... but it was so new like it wasn't integrated into a lot of games especially a golf game yeah. so I'm using the D pad and <laughs> the buttons to actually move things around on the screen it's really weird but it's like muscle memory that's amazing I'm just zipping around these courses lining shots up and that's just so nailing cool. them every time that's really cool so, I love it but yeah but there's also a Hot Shots Golf like international league game something with like souped up graphics and blah 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 so I will be purchasing that <laughs> um, that's $15 but the original Hot Shots Golf games on the Vita are only like three fifty. nice so, that's really cool like, I, I love it I think it's really fun when you can find that kind of game. A buddy of mine, actually, a listener um, and a friend of mine, Rich, hit me up this morning on our Facebook messenger and was like, hey, man, where, I, where's my you, – you've, you've asked that question, like, where's the, you know, the game you want to have that doesn't exist anymore? Like, I want Earthworm Jim on the Genesis. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that game was great. And I started, like, kind of digging into it. And I'm like, uh-huh. They up that and put it on the Xbox 360. 
huh, that's backwards compatible. Oh, are you playing huh, it? You can buy it. It's two fifty. dollars <laughs> <laughs> I, I just found it out this morning, but I'm like, that'd be real fun. That's awesome. I like it. How about you, Dylan? Um, not too exciting, uh, but I mean, playing uh, more Overwatch is the huge. Um, the huge. As the you say. Kevin started. Kevin now that Kevin's done with his main story quest uh, line in Final Fantasy fourteen, uh-huh. he's been playing Overwatch. Nice. So I've been watching him play the Overwatch. So you and should play the Overwatch. I should now. He plays it on the PC, I assume. Though. Yes. Now, when you play Overwatch, do you have a tendency to? Yell! <laughs> what? What are you kidding me? What are you doing? What, did, really? Do you yell things like that? Because that's that's Kevin's basic vocabulary playing Overwatch. Yeah. <laughs> you know, is I, that different than his over his vocabulary playing WoW or Final Fantasy fourteen? Yes. Um, Interesting. I'm gonna do a little trash talking and say I'm good. So no. <laughs> oh dang! No. Oh, did you but, just call oh, Kevin a Hanzo man? Yeah. Ah. He's a Hanzo man. Is he? Does he play Hanzo? I don't. Does he think main so. Hanzo? I don't know. He he's playing competitive. Um, I'm just teasing, Stuff. but I do. I oh. don't find myself actually doing that in Overwatch. Um, where I have like, because that seems like a frustration when you think like something is unfair and unbalanced. Mm-hmm. Um, which I've experienced in plenty of first person shooters. That kind of feeling, but. I feel Overwatch is very balanced and does a good job at rewarding players when you're not necessarily the DPS character. Gotcha. Um, and it keeps track of you're still getting eliminations even though they're just kind of in the like you're assisting other players. You're not doing all the damage, but you are taking a part in that elimination. Gotcha. So I never feel like how did I go into that battle? I didn't do anything because the only usually the only scoring method is how many kills or do you have and. That's not the way Overwatch works, so I, I don't. Gotcha. I always thought I it was really, really cool to finish an Overwatch game, and like if you're playing as Mercy or something, to You'll see like, oh hey, I really contributed to this. I healed yeah, a lot of people. Shows for a lot you of how much you healed, yeah. how much of team health you percentage wise you healed, and you yeah. get gold medals for that, and um, that's cool to me. So that's why I continue to play this game because it, you really know that you're succeeding in the supporting roles. Rather than just the one, so, gotcha. Um, so no, I don't really. But I hear it when I play with. Them. <laughs> um, I actually had was playing. I didn't know all of them. They were friends of friends, but we had five of six nice. playing, and we were doing really well. And that it, poor one guy who has to go onto the team of five yeah. of you know six. Um, but yeah, the we were picking up <clears throat> ones that were decent, decent so that was sure. cool. But um, yeah, it was a lot of fun to be able to actually have that. You can do team comps a little easier. And trying to reason with other people. I wish I had mm. four friends. Um, <laughs> whatever. And then uh, played some more WWE 2K17. Nice. Um, getting the hang of it. Um, I don't know why this doesn't have much of a story mode to it. In the sense uh, that there isn't one that's not create a character. Interesting. And I... WWE, the games have one of the best character creators in any game. Like, Do you, you have can, a wrestler that looks just like you? I don't because I can't. I hate doing that. I hate any RPG that makes me have to mold people's faces. I have no interest in doing that. That is. Could a you complete, make one that looks just like you? Yeah. it's a, you, you can download. No, no, I'm not asking can you do it. Would you do it? I don't want Please to. Please do. No, someone can do it for me. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> but you can, you can download other people that oh, people have created. I'm going to buy this find, game and wrestle as Dylan. You can find anything. That's incredible. And it will look just like them. That's way cool. Um, we, should, we should do. We should, I just came up with an idea. 
we should have a contest for our listeners. We'll post a picture of Dylan, and whoever plays this game... I think there's just one person. Well, that one person's got a really good chance at winning this this contest. Then I think that would be kind of fun. Yeah. Pretty sure it's just Kevin. But that's and then I can thought. download that character, and then I can play a storyline with it. Um, anyway, that's my only gripe with this game is I just want to pick one of the characters I like from the WWE universe because yeah. that's who I want to be. I want to play is that like there's characters that I grew up with and those like were my heroes as a little kid. So like why can't I just pick that character and play a story mode? That's yeah. so frustrating to me. So it's like I'm going to pick this character and I'm going to do a cage match with this character and I'm going to play it and it's fun. It's great. So I don't know why that's kind of missing. If from you play the game. as a creative character, do you like is it like a like you know you start in I don't know like minor league yeah, wrestling. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly how it is. That's kind of cool, I though. I like that idea. It is great, but I don't want to... And I don't also want the most generic-looking character ever. Like, so I'm, like, at this point, I was like, do he I really... look just like you. Am I going to have to spend three hours and create a character to... Because f- oh. if I want... If I'm going to create a character, I want it to be something that I want to be. I would so I, I would say he could look just like you, but with Andre the Giant's hair. Do it. Okay. That could be fun. Yeah, I'll like see it. what I come up with. But, <laughs> but that's, that's... That's how I feel. It's good stuff, man. I like it. I like it. Is this game, this first game you're playing, is that like you in real life? I know, right? I kind of actually, yeah. So um, this week was kind of weird for me. I didn't play a lot. Um, I was telling some friends earlier, like, it's like the most first world of first world problems. But uh, like almost every day, every morning and every night where I go to sit down and play games, I'm like, all right, I've got all these games that I, like, I've got a couple games that I need to beat because I have to, I'm doing reviews for them. I've got a couple games that I've already started that I kind of want to finish, but I've also got all these new games that I really want to play. And it was just like almost too overwhelming to choose which one I'd play. So a couple of times I'm like, let's go read a book. Like books are cool too. <laughs> like it was just like, I couldn't quite get over the hump of like, I don't know which of these 20 games that I have queued up that I actually want to play. So I didn't play a ton, but one game I did play is a game called Dad Quest. It's an early access game. Um, and it's it's incredible. Um, it, really? it feels very early access. Um, there's like some weird control issues and like some weird, like when you die, you go back to your last checkpoint, but you have the same amount of health you have when you got to that checkpoint last time. So like the checkpoint I hit last before I stopped playing, I only had half a heart of health. And so I'm like, I'm not going to make it any further than I did last time. But uh, like those little quibbles aside, the idea of it is you are just a dad and you're in this weird laboratory where they're, I, I can't exactly say what they're trying to do, but they hook you up with a kid, but and you like carry him around like a football pretty much. And you actually use your kid to attack the bad guys with. So <laughs> you have like a melee attack and you're fighting like giant pigeons. Um, so you'll like walk through this room and just like wail on these pigeons with your kid. Or you oh, can I thought you were like literally throwing your child at these. Or oh, you can actually no. like chuck your kid across <laughs> the room and hit these pigeons. But then you use like you have like this force thing where you can like kind of uh, and like pull the kid back to you <laughs> so you can throw him again. It's it's wacky and it's stupid. But it's only like eight bucks on Steam. It's probably totally worth it. Is that um, just really satisfying, though? It, it, you know, <laughs> I like my kid, but I mean, like, part of it is that part of it is like you, your kid actually upgrades. Like, I upgraded my kid from a baby to a toddler, <laughs> and they have. I mean, it's just silly and stupid. But it's also like the jokes are really funny and like a lot just of dad jokes. A lot of kind of dad joke kind of. I mean, it's funny, funny, yeah. <laughs> It's uh it's weird that you're the like you fight these pigeon things and then these other like kind of rolly things. But the pigeons are huge too. Like if your character is like an adult human, the pigeons are like, I don't know, four and a half feet tall. Um 
it's weird and it's real fun. So I think I posted a video of that to our YouTube. You might want to go check it out because it's weird. It's only, I only played maybe 20, 25 minutes before. I was like, nah, maybe maybe I'll wait for this to be a little less early access before I really devote a lot of time to it. But it was fun. Um, then I played some more Black Mesa. I'm just working my way through new Half-Life. Um, it's okay. Like It's it's a little bit frustrating um, because it's, it's a 20-year-old game that is not perfect in any way, but it's okay. And then I've been playing a bunch of The Division and Destiny, um, which is cool. Like I'm, I'm really enjoying both of those. Um, yeah, and I keep saying it. We really need to play The Division. Like, let's, what level let's, are you in The Division? 30. Oh, wow. Is yeah, that level, the level cap? That's the level cap. Yeah. Or at least it was when I was playing. I don't know if they've changed it with the DLC. I kind of want to get a little higher that. first just because I... It, Playing with someone that higher than me would just mean you'd just be pulling me everywhere. Um, yeah, but if I but I can still go back and do those old missions and they're the, the yeah, but you just murder everyone. Presumably. I mean that's fine, but you'd still get it's the experience fun, and stuff. Though. Well, I can just stand there and heal you. If you could just stand there, <laughs> that, God, that would be there. perfect. I needed I need a dedicated. No, dealer. Cliff, you're shooting the wrong guy. Don't shoot me, Cliff. <laughs> You've played this game with me apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I will say the one thing I did in, De- in De- the division the other day is I accidentally shot a dog, and I don't shoot the dog. I felt so terrible. Like you can't shoot. Like I don't think you can actually shoot like NPC people. No, but you can shoot a dog, and I'm like, oh my god! Oh, what you if can I shoot rats and you can shoot birds. Yeah, you like shoot rats all that and birds, stuff. I'm fine. But like this cute little like. It seemed even like kind of golden retrievery kind of dog was right. walking up, and I accidentally shot it. And I'm like, "Oh God, what have I done?" But you, you can't. Yeah, you can shoot those, but you, you can't, can't yeah. shoot people. You can't right. shoot the couple that's arguing in the street uh-huh. about dinner last night. You can't just shoot him in the head to shut him the hell up. Right? You can't that do that. Stuff in games. Uh, yeah. Right. Let me shoot everything or nothing. Yeah, I just don't like. I felt really, really, really but no bad. <laughs> but yeah, you should never be able to I shoot know, dogs. I don't have to shoot well, anything. and by doing that, you uh, there's a. I want to say there's an achievement or a trophy or something. Oh, that, that is. You a, just, I don't you want just Completely that. lost I out. Don't on, want that. Well, you just lost out on it. Oh, I can't get it now because yep. I shot a dog. Damn it! Sorry about it. <sighs> don't shoot the dog. Now I have to, now I have to restart my game. <laughs> I mean, okay. I was like level ten. <laughs> Oh, well. Sorry about it. Yeah, it happens. It's worth it, though. It's totally <laughs> worth it. What did you do last night? Shot a dog? What? what? <laughs> yeah, no. It was it was accidental, and I feel terrible. Uh, well. Anyway. That's fun. Good for you. Yeah, those are both great. I'm cool. That's what we've been playing? Again. Go buy them. Yep. All right. So we should go to the news. Yes. Can, yes. I go real quick? Can you go up? Yeah. Should we just keep talking like we did that time? No, that was real weird. I mean, we could. <laughs> okay, pausing. All right. I think it wants something. Uh, uh, Dylan is now back from his bathroom break, and we are back to recording. Excellent. Everything come out all right? Hi-yo. Oh, okay. No. Um, well, then you might need to not be in this room with us. <laughs> uh, on to news, shall we? News, news, news. news. Yeah. <laughs> news. Um. What would we do without Dylan? News. Well, we'd have a good show. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, that was mean. That was I'm real sorry. mean. We, everyone loves Dylan. Everyone mean to him. I, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's just I'm like sorry. Raymond. Anyway. Please don't cry. <laughs> you can cry on cue, can't you? You're a terrible human. Just plucks a nose hair. Right. Oh, I didn't think of that. My eyes are watering. <laughs> I can usually get to that point. You okay, you it. need to stop. You see it? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, uh, news. Minecraft Switch Edition. Yeah, so I bought it. Yeah, um, of course you did. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's uh, it's great. I mean, it's exactly like Minecraft on every other system you own. Um, it's real. I mean, as much fun as Minecraft is, it's fun on handheld. Is it fun? I, you know, it's not my jam. Um, it, I played it for years and then just kind of burned out on it. My kid loved it, though. I mean, he's played 
a bunch of hours on it, and I bought it like a couple days ago. So, is there any point to the game other than creating things? Um, it depends on how you play mm-hmm. it. There is a survival mode, and there is like a mode where you actually kind of do some kind of questy kind of things. So, I mean, you can play it as an actual honest to god game. Okay. Um, but I mean, I think a lot of it is just making stuff too. Um, okay. The Switch version dump does come with like a really cool Mario skin. Um, I posted some pictures on Facebook where you actually that looks cool. Yeah, it's really fun. You boost in and and like there's a giant Mario and it says like Super Mario World in the background and a bunch of the bricks have been changed too. Just different Mario themed things. All the flowers are like little fire flowers mm. and um, you know there's just a lot of stuff that they've made to make it so you can make cool Mario things. And it was fun to pop around and take some pictures and, and whatever. There's like Bowser's giant um, pirate ship and, oh, cool. and all that kind of stuff. So that was that was fun. Um, the thing that really surprised me about the Switch Edition, though, is that digital, it's $30, um, which is the most expensive version of Minecraft on any system um, by a lot. Because uh, it's typically what, 15 to 20? Well, the, the next most expensive is if you buy it on the PC, and it's twenty four ninety nine. I want to say. Okay. But, like, the PlayStation and the Xbox version are both 20 If you buy it on mobile, it's, like, 8 or 10 It wasn't so, even that much when I, because I've, I actually, I forgot, I do own it on mobile. Yeah. Because my nephew wanted to play it. And, yeah, I looked uh, it was and I like thought seven dollars. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say, like seven or eight. And I think if you buy it on an iPad, because I think, well, maybe they're not separate, but yeah, it's it's significantly cheaper. And they're really all kind of the same game. I think they share the same code base. So I don't understand why it was thirty dollars on the Switch, um, except maybe that you get this fun Mario skin. But I would have not had that Mario, um, you know, <laughs> thing and paid ten dollars left for it. Right. So I was I was surprised at how expensive it was. But I mean. To be frank, it's going to be great. Like, like I said, I don't play it, but my kid adores Minecraft. He plays Minecraft. I don't know how many hours in a day are there. He oh, sleeps a little bit and goes to school a little bit, I guess. Um, <laughs> and the rest of them are Minecraft. So, I mean, he's going to adore taking the Switch in the car and playing Minecraft on road trips. Or mm-hmm. you know, I you mean, know, the TV is the same game. Yeah, like, exactly. You're not I having mean, to switch between. Yeah, it's it's and it plays exactly like it. I I don't know. I. Nintendo games, because their button layouts are a little bit different than every other game I play, like, mm-hmm. I found myself, like, doing some kind of weird, like, I'd go to jump, and I'd break things, and I'd go to, like, open a door, and I'd break it, and it just, <laughs> it was a little bit different, but I watched him playing it last night, and he just picked it up like a fish to water, perhaps. So, yes, yeah. perhaps. Perhaps. Um, so, I mean, I think if you like Minecraft, it's a great, it's a great place to pick it up. Um, I've actually heard a lot of you say that, like, it is probably the best incarnation of Minecraft just because it's portable or you can play it on your TV. And if you play it on your TV, like docked, you actually get like, it plays better. You get a further out draw distance and that kind of stuff. But you know, it's, it's really pretty. Dylan's got hella great hair right now. Speaking of pretty. There's a reason Dylan was wearing a hat previous to now. Pretty much. Yeah. I think I've kind of been curious about it because like I said, I do own it on mobile, but I, it seems like too much of a game for me to really be able to enjoy on a five inch screen. Or it's, four and a half inch screen it's or whatever a, it is. I don't want to say that Minecraft is like a kid's game because that's not right. Um, but I think that audience is so like tied to Minecraft right now that I, there's there's better games. Um, okay. There's even better games that kind of play like Minecraft. Right. Um, unless really what you want is something super creative that you can go build. Like you can build amazing contraptions. They actually have like effectively something that acts as almost like a programming language in it. Um, you can do all these cool things with like this redstone stuff that acts as like electricity. So you can, I mean, you can make amazing, amazing things in Minecraft if you hmm. want to put the time into it. I don't. Yeah. 
I don't. There's just, I mean, and that's the long and short of it. My kid all the time, like, Dad, do you want to play Minecraft? I'm like, no, no, I just don't. Let's play something else because there's a million other games I'd rather play than Minecraft. Right. Which is okay. It's not, like I said, it doesn't have to be for everyone, but I mean, the reality is I'm sure they're going to sell 100 bajillion more copies of this. I mean, last I heard it was 125 million. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. I mean, that's almost everyone in the United States, or half of everyone in the United States having a copy. So it's a lot Mm. of... A lot so of uh, now, a game that you would play that you have played, yeah, is Prey. I don't know if I'd play it more. Prey, yeah, yeah, it's okay. Really? Do you agree with the the score that it got? No. So this is the controversy behind Prey is that so if you guys remember, in a say six months ago, Bethesda came out and said no long we're no longer going to be giving review codes out to journalists. So IGN, PC Gamer. You know, Kotaku, all of those places are going to get the game the same day that you and I can go buy it. Yeah. Um, Or maybe they'll get it, you know, a couple hours before or the night before. Um, Which, you know, depending on what side of a bunch of different arguments you're on is a good thing or a bad thing or whatever. But Mm -hmm. really what it prevents reviewers from doing is being able to get in and beat a game and give you and I an impression of how that game plays. And obviously, you know... A game review is an, as a, is a single person's opinion, and right. you're never going to agree like a with. Movie review. Yeah, you're never going to agree with everyone's opinion. But you know, when you look at five reviews across an aggregate, you can get a pretty good idea if a game's good or bad, or even necessarily not if a game's good or bad based on the reviews, but what they say about it, whether or not you're going to enjoy it or mm-hmm. not. Um, and that policy means that that can't happen anymore, and it means that. Pre-purchasing games is a little more dangerous now. Buying games day one is a little bit more dangerous now because you just have to kind of go in and say, well, you know, this game's published by Bethesda. They make generally good games. It's developed by, I think, Arcane. They make generally good games. I'm going to love this. And what happened was IGN played through the game. They got 20 hours into Prey and their game crashed and ate their save game and they had to start over. And so because this happened... You know, days after the game was released, they're trying as hard as they can to get a review out. And I mean, another thing to realize is that game journalists work for companies that, you know, their job is to make money. I mean, Mm -hmm. I think we all pretty much work for a company (laughs) whose job is to make money. And so every day that goes past, you know, past a game launch date, game reviews become less relevant. So, you know, a game review that comes out day two is less relevant than a game review that comes out day three and day five and day seven just because less people are going to be interested in that review because they've either already bought the game or aren't interested in that game and so they made the decision to say you know this game's good um but it's got game breaking bugs like literally you could get 20 hours in this game and have your game explode and die and you might have to start all the way over and you know there's a patch coming out that's going to fix this Probably, but right. we don't have that patch yet. Um, and so we have to give this game a four. And the internet blew up, and people have very, very different opinions. And, like, my personal opinion is is they did what's best for consumers. Like, they said, hey, this game is good, and here's a lot of reasons as to why it's good. But you may encounter a game-breaking bug that means you lose 20 hours of gameplay. And, like, me personally... If I get, I mean, I played ReCore 
And Recore was fun. It wasn't mm. amazing, but it came out maybe four or five months ago. Kind of fun Xbox exclusively, kind of wander through things and find stuff, kind of Zelda-like. It was fun. I got two hours into it, hit a game-breaking bug, could not figure out how to get past this point, looked at videos. It just There was a thing that I needed to pick up that I could not pick up. And I said, well, I guess I'm done with that game forever now wow. because I had already put two hours into it. I'm not going to play that same game for, for two yeah. hours more. I don't have the time to do that. That's like, I mean, oftentimes that's two or three or four days of gaming for me. <laughs> um, and 20 hours could be a month of gaming for me. Right. Like, and so to me, like, they did the right thing. Um, and then after the fact, once a patch came out and they verified that, in fact, it did fix things, they changed their review to an eight. Um, but the problem is, is that four is still the review on record for Metacritic. So their Metacritic rating is going to be that? no uh, Metacritic's policy. And it's a good policy is that the first review they put out is the review they always go by because then it stops publishers from issuing promises or threats or right, right. the public influencing a game decision. So they've just said like, whatever is there is what is there. And it doesn't matter if you change it later, we're never going to update. So, mm. you know, so now praise, praise record is permanently skewed. If, if that's the word you want to use right. by a four review on Metacritic on Metacritic. Um, but I mean, I, I literally, I mean, I don't know what else you do. Like Bethesda, could have given them this game seven days before and issued a day one patch, and they chose not to. So true. Yeah. Does a bug make a game bad though? That's what. That's what my question was going to be. Like, just because I played, I played Hitman Absolution. This is the only game Hitman Absolution on the Xbox 360. This is the only game I've ever encountered anything like that on. Got to the almost to the end and I lost all my save data. But I'd never say that was a worse game because of it. I'm not going to play through it again because I sank all that time into it. But, but I guess the game, question is: Is would you if you if you knew that, if you knew that that might happen, and you know, let's say you know this is seventy five percent of the way through a game, would you recommend it to a friend? Would you say, "Oh, you should totally get this game"? Oh, by the way, I would say I loved it. Like this is a great game, but my save data disappeared, and that's exactly what they did. But that's not a four. Yeah, like so. A do you four think- is a that is a terrible, terrible score to give on a game that they would have given an eight if it just didn't have a bug. Well, but I mean, is there a difference between a bug, which is like, I mean, the thing is, is like, like Fallout had bugs. Um, Skyrim had bugs. Like, there's a big difference between, like, oh, hey, sometimes some quest lines are kind of janky and you might not be able to finish a side quest, to I lost 20 hours of work. I mean, like, if, if you were editing a video. Right. So, to so me, Dylan, I actually would say the opposite. More bugs that make random gameplay at any sporadic moment less enjoyable than one game-breaking bug that I would lose all my data, I would actually rate it the opposite way. See, and I like to me, like I look at that as like work I've put into something. Like if I'd spent 20 hours doing something for my job mm. and I lost 20 hours worth of work, like, holy shit, that's heartbreaking. Like, oh, that's, yeah, that's happened to me before. Yeah, you know, I mean, you lose stuff. Like, to me, there's a big difference between, like, oh, hey, things kind of don't work a little bit to, like, oh, I just lost something I dedicated. Like I said, like 20 hours of gameplay for me is a month. So I my issue with it would be in this day and age of day one patches, you know stuff gets fixed. You know that games that come out these days are not perfect from the get-go, aside from things like, you know, like Switch games. Even those aren't perfect. Yeah. But, I mean, like games that have no real uh, kind of updatey things or whatever. I don't know how to say. Anyway, yeah, no, I agree. In this day and age, everything that comes out, you 
always expect a day one patch to fix stuff. You always expect there to be something. So, And I think the thing is, is if this had had a day one patch, that would have been fixed. But it right. wasn't a day one patch. Right. But still, it's like... How long do you wait for that patch? Three days? Five days? Eight days? Like, as a business, how long do you wait to hold your review for that patch? When you're essentially losing money every day. I, but that's the thing. I wouldn't have held my review. I would have reviewed it not... I wouldn't have given it a four. Well, how do you know what the end is? Like, I mean, they lost their play, so they weren't able to play the last five hours of that game. Like, what if it gets I, real shitty at the end? See, I don't... The thing <laughs> you know is, what I mean? Like, yeah. what if it's got a terrible well, ending? What if it's Mass Effect 3? Did, did they play through the whole game again and give it a four? I don't know. I'm not sure. Because then that that oh, would, pretty that sure would didn't. defeat that argument. Because yeah. you would have to be able to finish the my game. Guess is that he you wasn't, can't give it a four. My guess would, is that he wasn't able to. It would have to be a review in yeah. progress at that point. Because yeah. you weren't able to finish the game. My guess is that, that he wasn't able to finish it. It's like, it. if I'm going to do a movie review and I put a, VHA, a VHS tape in and it, it gets caught and I can't finish watching yeah. it, how do I review it? Yeah. But I guess that's the thing is, if you can't review a game, like if you can't review a game because a game-breaking bug, yeah. doesn't that affect your score of the game? Like, if you literally cannot complete your game? I don't think so. I don't, because don't you think you would have at least given them a chance? I don't know programming well enough to know how that happened. Oh, because I think, if it's seriously yeah. a flip of a switch that they can go and fix it, like I, that to me that doesn't merit doubt a it. bad review. Yeah. But like, I mean, but still, don't you think? Don't you think in everybody's best interest, even if you are this big company, you know, you've got to make your money, you've got to get the reviews out. I get it. Don't you think it still would have been okay for the reviewer to say, "I hit this bug, it ruined the game. I'm not going to review this until." The, the developers made aware of it. They have some kind of solution. And if it's in a quick enough time frame, I'm going to hold off on this. I, You know, like I said, I think to me, the decision that Bethesda made to not give out review copies ahead of time yeah, that's, negates... Yeah, that's totally biting them in yeah, the ass. to me negates totally. the... Like, they made a decision that they thought was best for them. And that decision was, is we're going to let YouTube influencers be our... Because they didn't say that they weren't going to give out early copies of the game. They said they weren't going to give out early copies to a lot of journalists. So right. they're still, you know, I think yeah. they're still giving out games to, to influencers. That's in air mm. quotes. <laughs> um AKA reviewers. Yeah, and letting them do their their reviews for them. They chose to not give it to to, you know, written print publications or, you know, major review publications. And they have reasons. I mean, I, I think Bethesda is the one that keeps getting bitten by Kutako um, with, you know, leaks. And so like I get that they have reasons, but they made a decision to Yeah, I mean you're totally right. It's fair. To do this. And so that decision came back and bit them. I have a really hard time feeling sorry for them. Yeah. True. Mm. I mean, I can I can see both sides of this. this oh, argument. and that's really why can. this is such a delicious argument is because there's <laughs> two totally. I mean, and a delicious argument. Yeah, I've read it's arguments tasty. on both sides, yeah. and I tend to far, fall on one side of it. But I mean, I totally understand the other right. side. Like I, at this point, like I'm not arguing with you guys. I mean, I am, but it's really more yeah. devil's advocate than anything. Oh, totally. Um, I just think it's an interesting. I, what will be very telling is the next Bethesda game that comes out, whether or not they give review copies. Seriously, yeah. Uh, my next thought on this is more where do you stop giving review copies though cuz anyone we have so much access to being a game reviewer mm-hmm. now why does IGN get a review copy but well because we don't. because they make a decision as to who to give them to i mean exactly and they've also got millions and millions so i mean to me just saying no review copies is the easiest way to go yeah. about it yeah but, I mean, it sucks because your game's not going to get reviewed on day 1 but Shouldn't. And I mean, a lot of it is, I mean, and that's the, that's the kind of terrible side of game development these days is there are a ton of, I mean, 
I don't want to say a ton of because I'm I'm not in the industry, obviously, but I have heard many, many instances of game publishers telling game developers that your bonuses for making these games are based on your Metacritic reviews. If you don't get at least an 80% on Metacritic or an 85% on Metacritic, you don't get bonused on it. Um, and like that's that's a really rough way to to be doing these things, you know, when then that publisher is making decisions who get these and who doesn't. And I mean, Metacritic itself is kind of arbitrary in who it counts. Like, I mean, I can review a game on our website and it doesn't go into Metacritic. Like you have to have a certain kind of critical mass before they do anyway. But I mean, there's some really weird little shops that are in Metacritic. Mm. So, you know, to me, it's really weird about who has credentials to review a video game. Um, and that's why exactly why I'm saying Prey doesn't deserve a four for a bug is I am not a programmer. I do not make games. Where are my credentials that says I can review how games get made and how bugs affect games? Yeah. Is that's not crafting a game. That is a technical problem within the game. Yeah, but I don't think that how a bug is made, like I am a programmer and I don't think I have any more insight into you know what a bug is and isn't then but you can fix plays. it it probably it, not I, I, well, in, in people theory. fix them yeah, though, yeah. right these oh, don't yeah. last they don't just stay there forever so someone well, but who i mean knows but the reality is, is sometimes them. they do <laughs> you know right. i mean and i like i said I, I get the idea of it but you just never know i mean think about how long Think about the Sims, whatever the last Sims game was that launched. Like, that game launched buggy. And the developers are, oh, no, we're going to fix it. Or Arkham, I don't know, the Batman Arkham game that launched on the PC that literally they pulled off Steam because it was so bad and they couldn't fix it. Like, how long do you give a company to fix something that they're like, oh, no, no, just hang on one more minute. We got this. You know? Like, I think that at some point in time you have to pull a trigger and say, you know, I don't know. I'd give it an unreviewable score. Yeah, it's like I, I know, mean, it's, it's just like this game cannot be reviewed in its current state. Because remember when you were in like when you were in school, if you if you like it's missed, an incomplete. A, missed a very important test, you wouldn't get a grade. You would get an incomplete, and you'd have a chance to make up for it. Yeah, and I get and it. And if they want to fix it, they can get a score. But yeah, and, and I get it. Then but at the same time, like you're a company whose job is to review games. Yeah. Like yeah, giving no, right. <laughs> giving a company an, an hey, sorry guys. Give it another go. Like, that's not, you're not doing your job as a journalist then. And I mean, game journalists take their job very seriously in that their job is to give the public their opinion of what a game is. And and, I mean, maybe more the question is, is is a 1 to 10 rating scale the right way to rate video games? Well, yeah, that's absolutely not. Yeah, and I don't think so. So, like, and that's exactly why this is exactly why, though. So, now do you agree? So, it's, I I read in one of the articles, it's uh, somebody talking about the new Netflix. Mm-hmm. The Netflix yeah. style of rating where yeah, you don't give it a one to five stars, you give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Yeah. At first, when I thought about that, I was like, well, I don't know how I feel about that because what if I really, really, really didn't like this movie, but I didn't hate it? Yeah. So. Well, and, and I mean, I guess for disclosure, the when we rate games, which we don't do terribly often, but I probably do a written review of a video game maybe once a month, for instance, I rate them on a score of buy, don't buy, or buy on sale. To, yeah. Because to me, like, that, as, makes, that makes total sense. As a person who plays video games, that's what I want to know. Should I go buy it right now? 
or should I wait for that game to hit a Steam sale and like, hey, pick it up for thirty percent off? Or, or don't is spend it the ninety nine cents on the yeah. bargain bin prices? Yeah, and to me, like that that maybe that's not granular enough, but for the reviews we do, it seems to make sense. Makes sense. No, so. I, I, to me, that's way more insightful to me yeah. than any one to ten scale because one games rarely even drop below. A five, five or six. like you never see a four unless it's a bug, apparently. Well, and the reason I think <laughs> is more these days is because there's so many games coming out that no one reviews garbage games anymore. Like yeah. back in, like you know, PC Gamer twenty years ago, they Ooh. reviewed every single game that came yes. out because there was only five. <laughs> um, but I mean, like PC Gamer now, they do a weekly feature where they pull five games that you may not have noticed that got released on Steam this week. Oh, <laughs> like geez. that's you know, that's funny. So. You know, I think that's the difference too. Is yeah. like, why would you review garbage games when you don't have to? So I think everything gets reviewed is in that like yeah. six and a half to nine and a half range, just because why would you review crap? Seriously. So, and I guess you know to kind of finish this out, Prey, and this is the Xbox version of it. Let's see what what the PC version of it has. Yeah, PC version has or PC version has an eighty three with users saying it's a about a uh, about a 7.9 and uh, the Xbox version which I've heard is actually not as good um, has a 79 with a user score of 7.4 so I mean so there's, you know getting, like yeah. the reviews are pretty on tap with you know what it is I mean I guess on the alternate half the Detroit Free Press gave that game a 10 oh. so and I I have heard that it is not even close to a 10 <laughs> so wow, and Detroit Free Press yeah man. the hour I played was not a 10 it was like if I was going to rate that game maybe a seven yeah. you know and i've only played an hour of it but so, i thought combat was kind of yeah. crappy and you know yeah. it, it, the story's great and the location's great but the combat's garbage gotcha so he's trying to say something there no okay. i don't know it's I an guess arbitrary the, scale yeah the moral of the story is if you're a developer and you want to receive a 10 send a copy to the detroit free press exactly that's the moral of the when story. i lived there that was a real good newspaper i don't know well yeah. I, I'm going to argue with that now. <laughs> uh, all right, moving on. More Nintendo news. Weird, right? Right. Um, is there a new Zelda game coming this year? That's what they say. They that say they're going to super, gonna, super they, Zelda run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's coming to mobile. So, and is it is it because of the success of Pokemon Go or or uh, what? My understanding is that Nintendo, like. I mean, I think that's part of it. Right. But I think they just kind of realized that the reason that the Wii U did not sell as many copies as the Wii did was because their game, the people they market their games to got just cannibalized by mobile games. Yeah. You know, people that play casual video games play casual video games on a phone. Mm -hmm. And I think they were very smart in that they released the switch, which is perfect for casual gamers that want to take their games places. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, you know, I think it's been successful. But I think that they also realize that, like, they got to get in that phone market. Well, they have to. They just have to. And so I think that it, I don't I don't want to say – I mean, when you think about how big a company Nintendo is, they don't make policy on – it's like steering the Titanic, you know? Like, you don't shift them. So I'm sure that this has been their plans for a while. Um, but, I mean, how awesome is that? Like, I'm – I would love, love, love to have a – Link to the past style game mm-hmm. on there as long as I don't have to use. I don't know. That's the thing. You'd end up having to use touch screen controls yeah, for something like that, and it's garbage. just not. No. Yeah. Like, I would be cool to see Link to the Past come to the Switch. Yeah. I think that would be fun. All right. I'm excited about can it. It'll I, happen. Can I make a. I mean, I'm just going to guess what this game's going to be. Please do. It's going to be. Match three. A side scrolling 2D okay. adventure game. 
like like a, Zelda Two, like Link's early, Adventure, like like a Zelda Two. Um, but Link acquires the boots of infinite running, <laughs> and he is always moving in God, one I, direction. I hope not. And he has to traverse these various platforms, and um, that's really it. That is, you're a horrible man. When yeah. he gets close to enemies, maybe a Goomba, he automatically swings a sword at it. There are no Goombas in Hyrule. FYI. There could so be. So you basically, you're, what you're, if people aren't picking up what you're putting down here, you're assuming <laughs> that this new Zelda game is, gonna is be going bad, to yes. be very, very similar to another game Nintendo released called Mario Run. That's your, that's your suggestion, yeah? I hope not. Yep. Yep, I really hope not. I'm smelling what you're stepping in. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I, I agree though. It. Like I hate on screen controls for games. Like they're awful and terrible. Yeah. What can you do? Right. That it's really yeah. hard to think what a Zelda game could be without that, which makes me worried that it's going to be a Zelda game with that. Um, it could be. I, was, I mean, I don't know. I was pitching that, and I realized I can only tap the screen once, and I just jumped. So I don't. <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to do now. Swing my sword by tapping. Yeah. Oh, I just jumped. So I, I <laughs> actually if- jump and swing my sword at the same time. So you can only attack enemies while jumping. They're also bouncy shoes. The bouncy yes, shoes of, of sword are. swinging swiftness. <laughs> what Zelda game? Anyway, that sounds like a Zelda game mixed with Borderlands. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what kind of game they make. It's like, I want there to be a great game for this, but I'm really, I my, my imagination can, just cannot make a like, yeah. phone Zelda game I was that real I excited play. when I saw it. I was real excited, but now that you two yeah. <laughs> have forced me into thinking what kind of game it could be. I'm not as excited. Um, it's just foreshadowing. Yeah. yeah. Either way, it's it probably going to come out the end of this year. Um, it's it's going to come out after Animal Crossing, which I'm also kind of excited about. Oh, you guys yeah. play the Animal Crossing games? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're real fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I love Animal Crossing. Animal I Crossing for the 3DS. It's great. I've, yeah. I've always wanted to try that. They're real fun. Kind of, yeah. um, second half of 2017 for Animal Crossing, and then Zelda will come after that. So either later this year or early next year, it sounds like. So I don't know. Like, If you guys have an idea of what a good Zelda on a phone could be, let us know because apparently – we can't. Mine sounds great. Except for Dylan's, which sounds great. Um. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Sweet. Thanks, Nintendo. <laughs> just play Just play Breath of the Wild. Yeah, pretty much. Seriously, you can take that anywhere why, with you. Why are they doing that? Uh, Maybe they could give me a companion app for the Switch that on my phone that'll make switching between broken weapons easier. That'd be awesome. I can just That's all I need. That's <laughs> So, um, also coming to the that Switch. That game's not a 10. What? Yeah, I think it is. Um, also coming to the Switch, uh, we were all curious to know the pricing on this, why it was so drastically different uh, than the rest. So Rhyme is coming out. Yeah, so apparently cartridges are real expensive. Well, they heard our podcast is what it was, and they were like, oh, those three don't like our pricing scheme. We're going to change this. Ah, yeah, I'm sure that was You're that. welcome, public. Uh, <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> it. Um so cartridges are real expensive uh, to make, apparently, like to the point of where Rhyme came out. And so this game is kind of an indie deal. And so it's going to be 30 bucks on the Xbox and on the PlayStation 4. $29.99. $29.99 for you in marketing. Um, and then Switch came out. They're like, $39.99. And everyone was like, wait, what? Right. <laughs> like that record scratch. Can we add that in as a sound effect later? Yeah. That was a creaky door opening. That's different. Uh, <laughs> This is not a horror mm. podcast. Sounds like a Peekman getting hit by like a tractor. <laughs> anyway, yeah. it was going to be forty dollars, and everyone was like, "What the hell? Why?" And they're like, "Like literally, we'd like to price this at thirty dollars, but 
the cost of the cartridges and the cost of putting it on the cartridges and the cost of shipping the cartridges and cartridges, cartridges, cartridges versus DVDs is so outlandishly expensive that if we sold it $30, we'd be losing money on every copy. That's insane. Right? (laughs) And so... And, and then Nintendo said, like, well, and, you know, we'd love to let you price it at $30 in the eShop, but then it's going to piss off retailers, so, and we don't want to piss off retailers, so, well, sorry, it's going to be $40 in the eShop, too. And the three of us complained enough, apparently, Evidently. when we mentioned it once in a podcast. Like a month ago. Yeah, that uh, Nintendo and Rhyme changed their mind. And so That's now the game's going to be $30 on the eShop, and it's still going to be $40 retail, um, but they are going to give you the soundtrack. Um, on the cartridge if you buy that's it right, that way, fair. which apparently they're releasing separately and has a $10 retail value anyway. So you get the soundtrack okay. for you know an extra 10 sure. bucks, And you know if you're one of those people that likes physical games... Um, I love the cartridges. It makes me actually want to own physical games again, sort of. Uh, yeah, I don't get that at all. He likes to lick them. Well, I, I mean, they all taste the same. Shock, I know. Are you sure? They'd be funny. Have That'd be great if they all had like, different fruity flavors. Sli- How cool would that be? A slightly different, incredibly bitter flavor. You actually want flavor. to eat your games. That's the thing. Like, oh, no. no. Or like various bad flavors. There like the go. bad uh, jelly bean yeah, flavors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Birdie bots. Yeah. All rose. Every flavored beans. Like the Harry Potter yeah. jelly yeah. beans yeah. or whatever. Every flavored beans. Ew. Um, yeah, so, are you gonna, so when you buy this, you're obviously going to buy a digital. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you are going to buy it. Are you even going to buy it? I don't know. I'll be honest. I'm not 100% sure I'm going to buy it on the Switch, though. <gasps> I don't know. We'll see. Why? Everything should To be me, on this the is probably a digital download game. Yeah. Like, I to gotta... me, like Mario Kart and Zelda, those are like, I want my cartridge. <laughs> but like the smaller games is like, that's digital download. Yeah. Like, I I got to look into see like what kind of HDRE 4K stuff it may offer on my PlayStation. Because oh, it's man. real pretty and all cartoony and gorgeousy, and I want to play that on my giant TV. I just feel like Zelda, like Zelda is so cartoony, cell shady, mm-hmm. yeah. and the Switch does it so yeah, well. Yeah, but imagine if that ran at 60 frames a second. And it four- does now. Uh, does it? 60? Yes. I'm sure? saying 60. I don't think so. I'm a liar. I, think, <laughs> I may be wrong, but I, I really think it, want it to be. I think it runs at 1080-30, I think. Oh, I could I be wrong, know. though. Um, drunk right now. But you know what I mean? Like, I would love to... I mean, imagine, imagine though, a world where you could play... In a world. In a world <laughs> where you were playing Zelda You're in playing 4K, Zelda. 60 frames a second, locked on your, on your PS Pro. With 60 frames per second. Right? <laughs> well, now you've ruined my Yeah, day. but I mean, on the flip side, imagine a world where you can take that game and play it on your hey, TV and then take go, it in the car. <laughs> yeah, I'm I don't know. I'll it. probably get it on the Switch. Yeah, I don't know. Just because. It, it's, it's a couple days uh, but off, so... But to your... To the whole cartridge thing... I don't think I conveyed how weird it was for me to actually remove Zelda from my Switch for the first time yep. since the night I brought it home. Yeah. It was so weird to put Mario Kart in because yeah. that was just it was Mario strange. Kart's in mine right now. You know, yeah. one thing I had never done until the other day, so, you know, I'm, actually, I'm, I'm going to save this for Troll Corner. It's my Nintendo Troll Corner. Oh, okay. I have two of them. Good, good, good. Yeah. Then, you know, uh, so, okay. Well, there's that. Questions? Answers. What's uh, what's up first? Which where Yay, Vinny! There you go. <laughs> what's your question this week? <laughs> so terrible. Anyway, Vinny's question <laughs> is: What is the best DLC for any game, and what made it so great to you? And my immediate answer was: I don't think I ever buy DLC. So I've got a few. Good, Adam. Do you got one? Uh, the only so the only DLC that I've actually ever played. Uh, 
and I guess you could call it DLC, the Taken King Destiny. Yeah. So that was, yeah, yeah. so that that's was, DLC. that's the only real... I mean, you actually just bought the deluxe edition, so you didn't yeah, actually get DLC, just, but... <laughs> but it came with it. It's uh, just included. Technically, yeah. it is DLC, though, right? Yeah, yeah technically, sure. it's DLC. I had to buy it as DLC, yeah. so... Well, yeah, so, well, I mean... did it come out? It came out later, right? Yeah, yeah, so, it came out, yeah. what? So, I mean, yeah, so many later, digital editions like now, it, it was just probably, include the season it pass, that means you get... Yeah, it's just... I think it actually is on the disc, to be honest, because as I recall, I... Bought it and just put it in my disc, and it didn't download anything extra. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't recall. Um, well, I know that there's. I mean, you could uh, anyway. Yeah, yeah, so you could get it. Um, so I've played that one, and I really, really like the Taken King. It was like there was a really good story. The yeah. the environments were fun. I'm enjoying the great. crap out of Destiny. It's real oh, fun. so fun. Um, I do have the DLC for the Division. I just everybody was playing it with me, and then they all just kind of went away. Give me, and, oh, um, we'll get there. Um, I've never really gone. Do you wake up real it. early on Saturdays? Because that's when I play the division. Well, it depends on what the night prior. <laughs> sure, that's fair. Involved, that's fair. So, um, I actually have bought a ton of map packs. Have you guys ever played the Trials games? They're like these weird motorcycle racing games. No, they're so fun. That. Oh my god, they're outlandishly fun. I don't care at all about racing or motorcycles, but they're amazing. Um, I totally forgot. I've got the DLC for The Last of Us. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's amazing. Yeah. I forgot. How could I? F- okay, yeah. So there. I changed my I changed my score a la IGN. Um, <laughs> Too late. Metacritic well, does not accept your new score. <laughs> um, yeah. So, th- I'm, yeah, I totally forgot about That's, that. It was so good. Go. It's so good. Yeah. Anyway, um, carry on. Yeah, no trials. Go, carry on. Go buy them because they're super fun and they're stupid and they're just, uh, they're really exciting and I bought bunches of downloads for that. So, okay. But Dylan actually has got a pretty good list. I got a couple of lists, but I just want to like. I want to go back in time real quick <laughs> to to <laughs> getting DLC on a physical disc. On discs. <laughs> Was I that don't, ever a thing? Oh, yeah. yeah. So I remember the Halo 2 multiplayer map pack. So you went and bought a disc and you got more maps. It's so crazy. But it's just, it just installed, I assume, and then you'd use I, a normal game to start the game, I guess? I think so. So weird. But that, yeah, that was the easiest way to, to put new stuff on your... Yeah, I just remember that. So I bought a CD one time when I bought Grand Theft Auto 3, maybe Vice City. I don't remember which one it was, where you'd put this disc in, and it would like load some stuff into like memory on the PlayStation, and then you'd put your actual game disc in and it would like hack the game so you could use cheat codes like it was like a game genie but for disc based games on the yeah it was it was real strange so you could get like unlimited lives or give yourself rocket launchers or whatever in gta 3 or vice city i don't remember which Hmm. um anyway other things I think I have four games off the top of my head. That, the first one is one I always wanted to play. Um, so first I'm going to do a zombie, two zombie-themed ones, which is weird because I actually don't like zombies very much. Like most zombie, zombies. Most zombie things turn me off immediately. Like, I don't care. Like, it's been beaten to... One moment. Dylan is turned off by zombies. Does not find zombies... I am not in, a necrophiliac. In any way attractive. Um, however... We can say necrophilia. Yes, cool. you can. I just it's, uh, it's such yeah. Yeah, no. that that wasn't actually. I was not in, intending for this conversation oh, okay. to happen right now. But I misunderstood. <laughs> anyway, like yeah, the it's it's died down a little bit in the recent years. Like yeah, zombies yeah. aren't zombies as, were everywhere like, for yeah, a while. It was a little much. But because of that, um, we had some like zombie DLC in games that I thought was pretty good. Being uh, Red Dead Redemption's Undead Nightmare. 
Which I was just, I was just. Can was you tell great. me about that a little bit? Because I've uh, like I loved Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption, <laughs> and I'm super excited about Red Dead Two. Um, but Undead Nightmare just like went completely under my radar until I saw it. And then I'm like, I don't know, that game's a little old. I don't know if I want to pay twenty bucks for zombies. Yeah. What do you do? Like, it's like waking up and then you're in a zombie nightmare. Like, but I don't. Does know. Does it have a storyline and stuff? Yeah. It, How long is it? I don't. It's been like it's been too long. Literally yeah. since the day it came out, that's amazing. Have I played that? Because I just kind of played through it. And I it want great. it so bad. Um, but yeah, go. I mean, go play it. Like that game's just great. So, I wonder if that's a, Red Dead's on sale right now. I wonder if zombie mode is as well. And um, why? Why I like this, and it's similar to. I mean, kind of the why I chose the other game too was. It's just it changes up the game, but it still sure. works really well within that that universe and that gameplay. So it doesn't doesn't really change much. Um, game. Uh, it's not zombie horde mode. It's yeah. not zombie. Yeah, I get it. But that's really cool. And then the other one I picked, uh, coincidentally being zombies, was um, Borderlands: The Zombie Island of Doctor Ned. And I've never heard of that. I've but never I, heard. I of that. love the name of it so um, much. Borderlands has great DLC. At least they did on the first Borderlands. Like all the stuff they added, I think they added like an arena mode, and then um, the Zombie Island of Doctor Ned, which was it was very Halloweeny. Um, but as you can imagine, um, I said weenie and Cliff giggled. Um, <laughs> I just want that on the record. Um, He's not. Lying. And now I'm distracted yeah. by the fact Sorry. that I had to say weenie um, twice. But, but. <laughs> but stop <laughs> you don't even know what you're talking about anymore do you borderlands and the anyway uh, Doctor you Dead. can imagine how like like frankenstein-y zombies and stuff yeah. that can be really fun in the borderlands oh, universe yeah. and why I, like i really like this because they had these big like behemoth monsters but they had like these caskets on their back which were loot like Loot trunks. Oh, I remember so you would, this now. You would kill the big bad guy, and he would fall down, and he would have loot, a loot drop on oh, his back, and it just cool. fit so well within that theme. Borderlands that I just, is so good. I need to beat Borderlands two so bad. Yeah, and then play the pre sequel. And that was so. That was great. Um, next, out of the zombie universe, uh, Grand Theft Auto four mm. with um, the Lost and the Damned. Nice. Which you play as part of a biker gang and the Ballad of Gay Tony. Yes. I've um, heard that's amazing. Both great, very different, very different from the normal Grand Theft Auto 4 experience. Um, like these big episodes um, is a better a better term for it. Um, just more story. They do cross into the other. That's cool. They cross paths. So it just, I mean, more layers onto a great game. Um, I bounced off GTA 4 kind of hard. Um, unfortunately, and so I never played any of those. Yeah, um, the thing I think Ballad of Gay Tony is better than that's what I've heard. I've GTA Four, like the those those uh, extra experiences were even better than GTA Four, which is not my not my favorite. Um, I think it was great to have this next gen GTA, but Grand Theft Auto Five just nailed it. I just didn't like that every time so. I got in a car, I'm stealing a car. You like better buckle your safety belt, buddy, <laughs> or you're gonna go right through that windshield. I'm like, this is an unnecessary extra step. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then one more was, oh man, I loved that game. Played it twice, beat it, got the achievement. <laughs> Far Cry. Oh, Dragon. oh, is Far Cry? That's a standalone, though. That's not DLC. Uh, was it standalone? Yeah, because yeah, I have it, and it's f- 
so fun. Like, everyone should play Far Cry Blood Dragon. Because I thought it was technically DLC when it came out, but then they just said, yeah, hey, this is it's standalone. Far Cry 3, yeah. Blood Dragon. Yeah, yeah. But, it, it's not, but it doesn't require Far Cry 3 to play. It's standalone. Oh. Oh. It still counts. It doesn't count. Oh, it's, it's, it is a standalone expansion uh-huh. to the 2012 yeah. video game Far Cry 3. It's so fun. It's like the broiest bro, like... Oh, wait, that's the 80s thing. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. I it's think like, I actually own that. What, what Chuck Norris, like, in a... Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah, like, it's exactly like that. It's so fun. Um, it was actually free, like, I'm yeah, going to say three or four months ago on Xbox Games with Gold. It's real fun. Yeah, but my takeaway from, like, I was just, when thinking about DLC is, like, Make it different from the game. Right. Like, make it a supplemental experience because oh, after I play the game, I don't really want to play it more. And that's exactly when Vinny sent me this question. I was talking to him for a minute. I'm like, you know, I don't buy DLC because by the time I'm done with a game, I'm done with a yeah, game. Yeah. Right. Uh, I don't want to come back a month later when this comes out. Well, and I, and I always think, too, like, I'm, I'm not going to play this right now, but maybe I'll come, like, all the Skyrim expansions. I'm no. like, oh, I love Skyrim. I'm going to come back to those someday. And guess what? I've never even thought about like, just going not, back. So no, I make like, the DLC different. And Yeah, I agree. All right, next question. Yes, comes from Rich. Yeah, it's my buddy Rich. Hey, he Rich. He says, do we expect too much from game endings? Uh, do game endings, are they different based on game budget? And what's the worst ending you've ever seen in a game? Wow. Tough questions. Well, I don't... Do, do we expect too much from them? I mean, I... Like, to what end? Like, that it explains everything that just happened, or that it wraps everything up succinctly, or that it opens it up for another one? Like, yeah. is that... All so, what I will tell you about game endings, and this is, like, a bit in the weeds, I guess, is that a lot of games, like, I think we all can agree that a lot of games have bad endings, or even bad last acts. Yeah, they, like, they struggle in the third act. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I don't think that's something... I mean, like, I think gamers as a whole could probably agree on that statement. Like, 90% of video games, people don't ever see the third act. And it's because people play, you know, the first five hours or the first 10 Mm -hmm. hours, the first 20 hours. And, like, that game's great. And then get distracted by something new and shiny. Well, and we talked about this because there was a game I played not too long ago. And I was like, I really, really like that game. However, I didn't like the last... The last third hour and a half of it. Yep, and it's 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 because game developers are like, okay, so the best, the most polished, the you know the thing that we spend the most resources on is the first third of a game, and it's just pure economics. It's if you've got a, I mean, as anything you do, you have a limited amount of time, you have a limited amount of budget, you have a limited amount of people, and you have to apply those in the most logical ways. And so the way you do it is you stack the front. And then if the back just doesn't quite get as good, it's okay because only like, you know, 20% of people are even going to see that. And unfortunately, they often tend to be the 20%, your you're like biggest fans, your you know, yeah. the people that really like your games and they're going to bitch. But it doesn't really matter because that 80 other percent is just talking about how great the first third of your game that they played and then never picked up again mm-hmm. was. And so Gosh, I'm trying to remember the game that I played. Yeah, I don't remember. Oh, um, Firewatch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Really? I don't know. Yeah, you said you didn't like the end of it. Totally. Oh, yeah. We disagreed with you, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> you know, so, I mean, I don't want to say we expect too much from game endings, and it's really sad when you get to the end of a game and go like, oh, that's it? Oh, yeah. bummer. <laughs> um, but, like, I think that there's also 
a reality to that. And I mean, I think there's also a reality to like sometimes, you know, playing a blockbuster AAA game, if you're looking for a good ending, is not the way to go. <laughs> you know, like I think a lot of these, if you want a game that has a pretty good story all the way through, play a game that's three hours long. You know, True. they have the time to really nail all of those different portions. Even though it's funny that I had my issue with Firewatch, yeah. it's only two and a half hour yeah, game. Whatever. Right. And, and you kind of just summed up what I was going to say, but. Um, I was just going to think about this in context to movies. Yeah. Um, It is very, very hard to write a good movie. 100%. Um, I don't know. It looks easy. And (laughs) every waiter in L.A. has done it. What's... Yeah. Uh, Exactly. Um, But... um, it's hard. That joke made me laugh. Sorry, man. I, it's, yeah. it's very personal to me. (laughs) I have friends. (laughs) Yeah, right. Um, But... Anyway, to make a huge game, imagine writing a oh, huge yeah. game, and you have no idea how quickly each player experiences that. Well, how do you wrap that up in one little ending? And think about like you write a, a TV show; it's twenty three minutes long, or maybe forty seven minutes long, based on you know what it is. Or you write a movie; it's an hour and a half long, two hours long, two and a half hours long, but they're sequential. Like people move from. You know, you come into a movie, it goes from point A right. to point B, and there's some stuff in the middle, but you control that entire thing. And people still make terrible, terrible movies. Mm-hmm. And now think yeah, about a video game. Yeah. And- think about a video game that that player may skip all your cutscenes. That player may never talk to an NPC. That player may, you know, just want to spend all their time driving the horse around, you know, like there's and still might be the game, you know, like right. it's yeah. you you have no idea how a person is going to play a game. And so, like, the fact that some games aren't good is not shocking in any way when you think about just the tens of thousands of lines of dialogue and, you know, locations and characters and, you know, and that doesn't even talk about combat and all those things. Like, it's it's hard to make a video game. Like, you play a bad video game, you're like, oh, ugh, they just didn't try hard enough. You look at Mass Effect, the Mass Effect Andromeda, I guarantee you every single person that worked on that game wanted that game to be great. And, you know, things happen. Um, it's hard to make video games. It's real hard. Um, and I don't want to say we expect too much because this is not a scapegoat for yeah, no, I expect games, games be good. being bad or yeah, whatever. Right, it's, um, it's not um, some excuse for that. But... Um, that's what I. It's not surprising to see games like Firewatch and these these short like walking simulators have such praise for their story because yeah, that's you, all it is. You know how quickly someone's playing through it. Yeah. So it's very easy to well, pretty, compared to a larger game to to just give you a short succinct story and wrap it up yeah. at the end and put a bow on it. And, and Firewatch it. had a very. I mean, just the funny thing about that game is that game's interesting in that you feel the entire game like you're making choices. And it literally does not matter <laughs> what yeah. you choose in that game. You get the same game. Like, there's different dialogue, but, I mean, essentially they wrote, I don't know, three or four sets of dialogue, and that's the game. But the game still progresses from A to B regardless of what you choose. Like, there's mm. no way to make that ending different. Um, <laughs> I have, that's what makes me upset. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. Well. Now, worst ending I've seen. Yes. Mario. <laughs> Which one? You go through all that work and you just find the princess? Yeah, I, well, I don't yeah. disagree. Um, so, What's that? Where's the payoff? You, well. 
Get the princess. <laughs> Stop that. I, uh, I'm i going to go ahead and guess that there's quite a good payoff from Ariel. I mean, let's think about it. This dude's a plumber. Seriously. Like, he just landed a princess. Yeah. He, it, the ending may not have been good for you, but Mario had ended up it okay for him. for Mario. I mean, at least for a while until Mario 2. Wait, you go home and fix your plumbing? Like what? Basically. Badoomching. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, I just played Bad Dudes with my brother when he was out here visiting. Have you guys ever played Bad Dudes? Dude bros. It's actually not. I don't think that's actually the name of the game either, but like we may as well call it Bad Dudes. And that game ends This with- isn't Bro Force. No, no. This is literally like the old like NES bad dudes game. Um, Sounds dope. Literally ends That's with nice. you rescuing effectively President Reagan and him like, <laughs> thanks, guys. Because that's when it was set. It was right. set in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually a better yeah. question. <laughs> um rescuing President Reagan. He's like, all right, guys, let's go get a burger. <laughs> like, that is literally how that game ends. <laughs> and I don't know if that's bad or not, but it was like, <laughs> and I knew that, like, I've beaten that game before, uh-huh. but it was like, real, a burger, you say? <laughs> um, the, probably the, the most anticlimactic game I beat was um, Skyrim. Um, like, Skyrim has this really? amazing story that you, you don't even know it ends. Yeah, literally. I So I, I played like 120, 130 hours of Skyrim, and then I just got kind of burned out and life got in the way and whatever, and I'm like, you know, I'm just going to put this away and I'll come back to it. And I came back to it, I'm going to say like three months later, I'm like, I should beat Skyrim. Like, I can't be that far from the end. And It had already done, been ended. <laughs> pretty much. I got in the game and like, I killed this last dragon and they're like, huzzah. I'm like. And now what? They're like, I don't know. You can keep wandering around if you want. I'm like, New Game Plus? Yeah, like, there's no credits. There's wow. no, like, nothing happens. They're like, no. I'm oh. like, but but I just saved the land from this giant dragon. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was real big. They're like, oh, hey, thanks, man. That's cool. Wow. It was very, very, very anticlimactic. So, gotcha. It wasn't bad. Just like, you could have played it for another 50 hours. Like, there's a bunch of quests that just auto generate. So, it was real strange. <laughs> nice. Yeah. How about you? Um, I <laughs> I haven't finished that many games in my life, so I can't really comment. <laughs> he suffers from the third act yeah. fatigue. <laughs> yeah, I'm the guy who's like, that game was great. How far did you get? Well, about three hours. Three hours in. Yeah, yeah it's fair. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I won't say they're bad endings, but the endings to... Uh, uh, Hot Shots Golf were just... Inside and, inside and Little Nightmares, they weren't bad endings. They were just... Effing weird. What happened? You just don't know. That's the thing. Like, you have zero idea what happened. I think the ending from inside, I'll be honest, actually happened about two hours after I finished the game when I finished, like, processing it in my head. That's when the game ended. Yeah, pretty much. The game's still going in my head. Right, yeah. We talk about it enough. It's because we keep thinking about it. Right. Can I throw out a movie with a bad ending? Oh, gosh. Did you want to go down this rabbit hole? (laughs) Cabin in the Woods. I haven't seen it. That was a bad ending? Oh, yeah. I thought so. When the credits rolled, I laughed because I was so that was uncomfortable. The point. No, like, no, like, uncomfortable laugh. Like, I'm like, who let anyone make this movie? That's how strongly I oh, felt about it. Not even going Anyway, to. moving on. Not even going. I no. loved it. Loved it. Uh, next question. Kevin S. Mm. Whoa. Let me try that again. Kevin S. Is there a game or a series you would like to see make a comeback? He would like to uh, ask that question because he really wants a new Road Rash game. Is that a motorcycle game? Kind of. Yeah. Like, I remember Road Rash. Vaguely. Is that the one that you sat on the motorcycles in the arcade? No, no, no. no. Oh. You like are these. The funny thing is that's what I was talking to him about this game too. And I'm like, that game was awesome. 
I don't really remember why though. You're remember. you're a biker and you hit other bikers. I think if you play multiplayer and when you got thrown off your bike, you like just like this awesome like ragdoll physics. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like I remember it being so fun. Apparently, my, my brother chimed in. Apparently, we owned it on the Genesis, <laughs> and I just like I don't. I remember enjoying the crap out of that game, but I don't remember why. So I'm a hundred percent percent behind it. Let's get a new one. Yeah, um, that's and that's fine for you, I guess. Uh, I don't know it, so I don't know. That's all right. Um, I would like to see, this just popped into my head, so I had to look up and make sure there hasn't wasn't one that I'd missed, Burnout. Yeah. Did you ever play the Burnout games? Yeah. I love those games. I still got Burnout Paradise uh, for my PS3. I, that was the first game, actually, I played on my PS3. And it is one of my favorite, if not my favorite, like, auto racing kind of thing. I don't remember which of those I've played. One of them went free on 360 backwards compatibility. I'm going to yeah. say like apparently it was Burnout Paradise. Yeah, it was Burnout I just looked Paradise. it up. And that game is so fun. Like it's like Grand Theft Auto without the plot. Um yeah. I absolutely or just with driving. I I only played it for like same thing. I'm going to be like I love that game and I played it for like 3 hours, but oh you my god, those 3 hours were so fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh funny thing for Burnout is I think it was Burnout Revenge. Um I don't know what the first Burnout was. Like I don't know how many of these the series was the first. But, so there was the first one was just Burnout. Yeah, and it was two thousand one. Okay, so Burnout Revenge, which I believe was on the Xbox, or at least I played it on the Xbox, but I only ever played it on its demo disc. Oh really? Um, but this is the game I put the most hours into a demo disc because I could just <laughs> keep playing that fun segment and just wrecking mm-hmm. my car. That was, that was and it my was so favorite much fun. thing. Is it like it was just fun, and I literally was playing a demo disc. Wow. So you yeah. want to hear something really funny? Like, so the, the company that made that's Criterion. Um, they made all the Burnout games. And uh, last year, they made Star Wars Battlefront, the X-Wing VR mission. And this year, they're the studio that's building uh, Battlefront 2. Awesome. <laughs> wow. Right? <laughs> so yeah, something so tells me that Battlefront 2 is going to sell better than Burnout did. So you might be. Mm, in, I know. Yeah. But I would really like a Burnout game. Please, yeah, thank I you. Can behind that. I, uh, I'm not sure what I'd want. Like, there's so many games that I'd like either a new version of it or, like, a better new version of it. Um, I don't, I'm not sure what I'd pick. Um, just because I've played so many games, it's hard to narrow it down to, like, one that I'd like. So I'm going to, I'm going to skip. I'd like a better Final Fantasy game. Can I have that? <laughs> <laughs> are, are you bouncing then? You're going to bounce it over to me? I'm going to bounce it over to you. Perfect, because I have two games, and the first one is called Bouncers. I've never heard of this game. No idea. So this is a Sega CD game oh, where you played Wait, on a... could you pause for a second? Did you own a Sega no, CD? No, my neighbors had one. Okay. <laughs> um, so the game is you're on a basketball court with two hoops. But this is kind of like... It could be in any... Um, environment so there could be like pyramids behind you or you could be in a cave or whatever but there's two hoops and you are a basketball and your opponent is also a basketball but you're like with legs and hands and you have like a cool mohawk if you're like the rock star guy or you can have a club if you're the caveman so it's just like you're themed basketballs and so each one has their own map level or whatever but the goal is to score on the opponent in their hoop and you just you're just two basketballs bouncing off of each other and Why bouncing around the environment and trying to score. That's fascinating. And I just think I just want to play this game again. It's adorable. Um it's exactly, it's adorable. I think with new graphics, this game could be super awesome. I'm sure there is 
new modes and a new way to put some additional layers on this game. That's really I would love to see bouncers come back. I would like to say that in my time selling software at Software Etc., I probably sold a couple of Sega CDs to people. Um, and I probably did it by telling them, like, yeah, I think those are great, you know, better graphics. I'd like to apologize to each and every one of those people. <laughs> um, so my next game, I basically just going off a cute furry mascot um, because I love, like, I'd love to see some more of these style of games, like the Ratchet and Clanks of the world, or, I mean, I like that kind of game. It's the like, Cheetos those, game, isn't it? Those cute those cute critters that you can, like, have fun playing a game with, but Bubsy. Oh, yeah. Also oh, a Sega game. Wow, I forgot about uh, that one. So he's a pretty adorable little bobcat, and I think Bubsy would be a great addition to I forgot. our current generation I of agree. games. Wasn't so. that Super Nintendo? Sega. This was also Sega. I played I played it and I never owned a Sega. Oh, Super NES, Genesis, Jaguar, PC, PlayStation. Jaguar. Early to mid-90s. Like, that's <laughs> make a comeback. So, I don't uh, think I sold any of those. I don't think it ever started. That's cool. Yeah, I totally forgot about Bubsy. I yeah. love that game. I, he's, just, he's a great little character. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I don't remember the game that well other than he was pretty adorable. But yeah. generic platformer. But I think it'd be great to have more of these kind of games again yeah. so i i will say sega cd a game that i don't think anybody wanted to come back but is is do you guys remember night trap no that rings you're too young so night trap was this like i don't want to say adult because that makes it sound more adult than it really Triple was X. no mature <laughs> yeah i mean like it would probably get an m rating today but it was like this weird i, I was actually i heard some I heard someone talking about it the other day. Apparently, these originally were like VHS games that they yeah. were going to release, and My then friends had this at their house. Yeah, and then that never really took it. off, so they released it for the Sega CD a couple of years later. But they were these full motion video games where you were trying to like protect a bunch of girls at a sleepover. Yes, like I never played it, but it, I remember like being young, you know, like that, like thirteen, fourteen, and like seeing that game in the store and going like, oh yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, but anyway, that game's getting a full HD re-release this year. What? <laughs> I totally remember this. Yeah, I don't. I don't know mm. when it's coming out, but I think that we should probably do a some sort of let's play of that or when it happens. Ever? No, I think we should. I think it could be lots of fun. Wow. So, like I said, I don't think anyone wants that game, but it's happening. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. I, can apparently, I just... they kickstarted that, so apparently there were some people that actually wanted that game. <laughs> I forgot to mention uh, one of the Bubsy games was called Bubsy and Claws Encounters of the Third Kind. Oh God, that's amazing! Oh, my. <laughs> I'm a I'm a lover of puns. We, so we I can need get behind more that. games like this. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. All right, what now? Uh, let's talk about some cheap free games. Okay, there's a lot of them. Yes, like it's a good week if you're a, a people that like to play the video. Holy games. crap, there's a lot. Right? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. Um, Games with gold we've already talked about, but um, because we're past the 15th now, there are a couple new ones. Um, You can get uh, Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga, which is super, super, super fun if you like the Lego games, which I think everyone... Oh, yeah, I've been playing the uh, Lego Marvel superheroes. Nice. And that's pretty fun. Yeah, I mean, they're... a little cooperative. They're all exactly the same, but that's not bad. They're enjoyable. And if you like Star Wars, like the story's fun. And and this was back in the day when they didn't talk. And so the entire thing's done via like 
facial expressions. Like mimes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. with Star Wars, so that's fun. <laughs> um, Guiana Sisters Twisted Dreams is still available. I hear great, great, great things about that. And then Lorecroft and the Temple of Osiris is also available, and that is a very fun game. It's that's kind the of a, twin stick shooter? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's real enjoyable. So I want to play that one a little Yeah, it's real fun. Um, there's a sequel to it, too, I believe. There's two of those overhead Lorecroft games. They're both well, great. Well, and I've got the, what's the one, the the puzzly Go. Yes, Thank you. <laughs> no, he was really just saying, get one. out. Oh, I'm sick of you. Yeah. That's fine. I really need to pee. But uh, we'll, we'll yeah, no, I've got that one. So those are those are fun. Um, and then this is a game that I, I it's a role-playing game, I guess, um, but I know nothing about it. It's called Phantom Dust Remastered. You I had some friends it? that loved yeah. Phantom Dust. Um, so apparently it was going to get a remake and Xbox canceled it, and then they're like, no, it's okay. You can keep doing it. Okay. And did it and then just released it for free yesterday. Wow. Um, okay. Apparently it's got some like monetization microtransaction stuff, but apparently you can play the entire game without needing to spend a penny and it's just free. You can just go download it. And I think there was actually like a like an extras pack for it that was free at the same time. So if you want an older RPG that looked cool, um, kind of looked kind of uh, JRPG-ish. Yeah, I think... Just go try it because it's it's very different than I think probably anything you've ever played. It was originally a 360 game, I guess. I think Xbox. Oh, original like, Xbox. I th- yeah, I think. Yeah, it was one of those games that I kept meaning like all week to go like watch a video of, and I just haven't. Yeah. So I don't remember a lot. I had two friends. Um, it was that, original Xbox that played it a lot. Um, so just go play it. That's my recommendation. Just go try it if it's free. And this is actually free. It's a it's one of the universal games too. So you can play it on the PC as well. And yeah. that means your saves will sync between them, I believe. So yeah. if you're on the PC, you can try it so as just well. Just try it. Yeah. So I mean I think I will. You have very little to You have nothing lose, to lose yeah. other than a couple hours, maybe. Yeah. But cool. Here's that. All right. So we got that. And then um right now, if you're an Xbox gamer and you want some backwards compatible stuff. Like, there's 275 games on sale right now. <laughs> like, literally, it's... What's get- the average price for that? They're so cheap. Like, Because I'm going to buy all of them. I, like, I would <laughs> guess, if you wanted to, I would guess you could buy all 275 of them for probably 1500 bucks. Like, I mean... And... There are a ton of games that are like a buck fifty, two bucks, three bucks. I mean, I'm just it was crazy how cheap some of them are, but there's also a lot that in like in that five or six range, Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption, which I cannot say, <laughs> is twelve. Um I mean it's quite a bit off, but I mean there are games I would say the average is like fifty to seventy five percent off of wow. games that are already pretty cheap. But I mean a ton of the games we've talked about today are on that. Red Dead is yeah, I'm just- the Ballad of Gay Tony is, um, the other yeah, GTA. GTA 4, Bully Scholarship Edition, uh, South Park Stick of Truth, yep. um, Army of Two, and my personal favorite, Age of Booty. <laughs> um, the pirate game? It's a pirate game. That's yeah. all I know about pirate it, Dead but Space I love 2, it. GTA 4, I mean, it's just crazy. Bully is on there. Dead Space games, I think 2 and 3 are on there. Left 4 Dead 2 is on there. I mean... If there was a game on the 360 that you loved, it's probably on sale. Both the Keffling games are really fun. Those are both a really good time. Castle right. Crashers. Um, Castle Crashers is. I think um, the other one is, too. Um, what's Behemoth's other game? Um, I can't remember. I don't remember what that's so called. So good. All the Assassin's Creed games are. All the Banjo-Kazooie games are. Battle Block, Three, Battle Block Theater is the other Behemoth game. It's super fun. Bioshock's on sale. I mean, it's literally all Everything. the Bioshocks are on sale. It's crazy 
how good some of these deals are. Um, and they're all backwards compatible, so they're all the Borderlands games are on sale. Jeez. I just keep scrolling. I'm like, everything is on sale. <laughs> um, they're all backwards compatible, too, so you can play all of these on your Xbox One. So, I mean, it's two, I think it's 275 games, which has got to be really close to every single backwards compatible game right now. Very so, cool. That is there, and then... Uh, also extremely cheap. Yeah, uh, is the Humble Bundle, uh, the Humble Indie Bundle 18, um, which I have already purchased. Of course and you have. Of course I have, even though I own quite a few of the games in it already. <laughs> um the max price on it's thirteen bucks, and that gets you Owlboy, which is terrific. And I paid twenty five dollars. I'm going to say, isn't Owlboy if currently fifteen to twenty dollar game? I think it's twenty five. Is it still or okay. twenty? Um, I know it's up there. Yeah, it's terrific if you like kind of old school pixely fun, and it's really fun. But this also contains Kentucky Route Zero, which is the season pass, which I have not played but do own, and I hear it's terrific, kind of adventure-y. Um, it includes Goat Simulator, which I think is terrible, but a lot of people oh, seem horrible, to like. but it's so much fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. SteamWorld Heist that both Dylan and I have played, which is a kind of turn-based robot yeah, pirate the, yeah, game. Yeah, with a cool <laughs> shooting mechanic. It's and so fun. So... Um, and, and a bunch of other games that are actually going to be unlocked in a couple days. So, I mean, I nice. I hit the $7 tier on this. Uh, well, it was a $7 tier yesterday. To, right now it's like a seven fifty tier to get uh, seven games for free because I already own um, Owlboy. But just a terrific bunch of games. So if you are a PC gamer, go grab the Humble Bundle. Good, good? Good. Yes, good, good. Good, good. Good, good. Can we troll for a minute? Yep. I'm Do handing it. the troll corner to Cliff this week. Oh, my God. I'm going to troll about Nintendo a little bit. So, question one. I bought uh, Minecraft for the Switch and got in there and put in my credit card. And it's like, you can't use this card. I'm like, why not? Because like, it's an American Express. So, Nintendo, arguably one of the largest media companies in the world, doesn't take Amex. Weird. Xbox does, PlayStation does, and like it's not a huge deal. It's not like I don't have a Visa, but I like to get my miles. I just, I literally do not understand why. And they only take Visa and Mastercard, so you can't use a Discover with them either. And I just, I don't understand. It's super nice that they'll save my credit card now, but it would be real nice if, if you could use it. If I could use, yeah, the one I use for everything else. I was just absolutely shocked. It makes no sense to me whatsoever. It blows my mind. I don't understand this very well. I obviously don't know enough, but. I don't understand why. Well, and I mean, generally speaking, the reason is is because Amex um, charges a larger percentage. But it's Nintendo; like they make billions of dollars every year, and they can't take an extra two percent from you know my thirty dollar purchase. Like yeah, it's, it's crazy. we're talking change here, and I mean, I guess yeah, change times by everyone that does it. But somehow Microsoft can do it, and somehow PlayStation can do it, and Nintendo can't. But you know, whatever. It's crazy. But my second troll for Nintendo is I had never tried to get screenshots off of my Switch before um, because it just wasn't, you know, I hadn't taken any that I needed to get anywhere else. And so I took a bunch of screenshots from Mario, or I'm sorry, from Minecraft. I'm like, I'm going to upload these up on Facebook, but I want to do it as a gallery, right? So you don't have to look through nine different posts. You can't do it. Um, You can do a single post to Facebook or a single post to Twitter with a single image. Um, that's the only way you can make it happen. And apparently, based on all the stuff I read, the quality is garbage, too. They, like, super compress your stuff when you upload it. And so the only way to do it is to put a micro SD card 
in your Switch, which requires you to turn it off first, <laughs> put, the, put the micro SD card in, and then copy the pictures one by one. There's no, like, select these eight and move them. It's literally select this picture, copy it, back out, move over to the next picture, copy it, back out. So I had to do, like, six of these. That's insane. Get them over to my SD card. And then turn my switch off again to take the SD card out. I'm like, this is absolutely ridiculous. Because see, I, I was able to, I was able to share my switch photos to Facebook. Yeah, but just one at a time, right? Yes. Yep. <laughs> but the quality is not garbage. It didn't. It didn't overcompress. I just and I didn't try, but a bunch of the things I'd read said that they they highly compress those. Yeah. So, you know, it was just like, why? How in this day and age do they not have a system where I can? I mean. PlayStation does it, Xbox does mm-hmm. it. Like I just want to put these somewhere. And then thing is, if I I share it to my Xbox, I just go to Xbox, I download them. It's not hard. Um, I mean, even if you want to get really down to it, I can plug in a USB drive to my PlayStation and copy all of them over to it. But it's way easier than you know mm-hmm. putting in this thing, turning off my Switch, plugging it. It's crazy how inconvenient yeah, that is. And really you'd think that they'd want you to yeah share be sharing these things as quickly as possible. So yeah. trolls, those Nintendo people, trolls. Exactly. I still love my Switch though. They were like, "How can we really get Cliff? To Cliff, Cliff specifically. Nintendo trolls are book goblins though." <laughs> oh, anyway, man. I think that's that. us for this is week. That it for the week. That is us. Wow. Oh, bite me. Oh, wow. Rude, sir. Rude. <laughs> anyway, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, yes. website, Bite Me Podcast. Websites. And if you made it this far in our podcast, uh, I don't know wh- uh, why, for you. one. But you should probably, if you haven't seen it already, we totally, totally didn't even mention it. We should mention this. This is actually we- a really big deal, and it's super exciting, and I... Can't yeah. believe we didn't talk about it until now. Wow. We're kind of dumb. Yeah. That's okay. We Pretty did a dumb. whole separate show for it. Um, so one of the people that we get to work with on the regular, her name is Tasia Valenza. She is a very successful actress. She's and a huge deal. Server. Yeah, Go she hit is up her IMDb deal. page. You'll be shocked. Yeah. Her IMDb page, that page, I was shocked She's verified when I saw Twitter. the amount of stuff she's done. And Metal Gear Solid, evidently a pretty prominent No, no, role. no, no. no. Annette Boning. No, there was Larry that one. Shoot, <laughs> laser shoot Larry. Yeah. <laughs> but she had a character uh, uh, in the Metal Gear yeah. Solid series. Yeah, big deal. Yeah, pretty big I don't remember who it is because I haven't played those games. But yeah. yeah. Um, but she's also the po- the voice of Poison Ivy. Yeah, just a uh, little thing like being the voice of Poison Ivy in yeah. all the Arkham games and in both the Injustice games. And also that or one. Or maybe just the second one. Oh. No, both of them. All, all, she's Poison Ivy in this I didn't know generation. She, I didn't know if Poison Ivy was in the first and one. And whatever that MMO kind of thing was online. Uh, the DC yeah, Universe the, Online. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Yeah, it was the, yeah I know what you're yeah, talking about, though, yeah. Yeah, actually, whatever, yeah, whatever that uh, was. She yeah. was also on All My Children, oh, if that's uh, your thing. Infinite Crisis? Oh, I don't know. Anyway, big deal. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. And Adam knows her. Yes, I Because Adam knows people. And we got to talk to her. We've got a separate podcast up just with her and I chit-chatting about voicing and, and games really and stuff. It's really interesting. Fun. It's not super long, yeah. like 17, 18 minutes, and it's really worth listening to just to kind of get the perspective of someone who works in this industry and comes at it from a different perspective than you or I or pe- probably most people listening to the podcast kind of come at it. It's yeah. very interesting. So, so check, check out. that out. All and follow stuff. All the stuff on the Bite Me podcast. Yeah, yes. Yeah. It's good. Follow us on the socials. Thank you. Bye.